Yeah. I don't know. Are you ready for this? Yeah, yeah, you go ahead. You sure? Mm-hmm. Not you. You don't want to do your whatever. Hi, thing. welcome to another episode of Coin Operated. No, 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 no. Look how it works. This is hard at work. Yeah, I'm going to actually play my music. <laughs> we're the old Titans and we have music, which we can play while we're actually talking. They actually created their own music. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that, that's because they're creative people. <laughs> I thought that was like, going to be an insult. It, wasn't. <laughs> it was more of a compliment. All I well, do well, is you control know. key, space it out, throw in the music. There you go. And boom, good there to go for go. us. Yeah, I hit a button. Yeah. You do. I mean, I actually yeah. feel kind of like neglected. They have this cool little iPad, whatever it is set up. Bright That's nice almost nothing like an iPad. Whatever it is. It, it, it's, it's, it's a task cam. This, this would be called like a, you know, a, a sound recorder. Okay, they have a sound recorder. Brian has a computer. He has a big microphone and a computer. We have a cell phone. I have a Samsung Galaxy Note 8. I mean, honestly, I have the most expensive piece of equipment sitting on the That's table true. at the moment. Wait, 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 You will if you set that on the table. There we go. No, I do. And now we have a one of those eye things iPhone with an X on X, the end. 256 gigabytes yeah. with right. a She-Hulk case. We go by pay for it, actually, and that's what this what happens here. But anyway. So if you hadn't figured it out, we have a whole lot of different podcasts competing for, you know, sound and audio waves and yeah. things. I don't know what else to call them other than that. <laughs> this is our first, like, joint podcast, I think. Like, all of us recording at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, three-way yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's, I mean, we don't have Cody here, but he doesn't really say much anyway. <laughs> you should channel him. Just Just give us channel. his opinion uh, on everything, too. It was awesome. I do that with John Paul all the time, too. Like, old John Paul say, DC. And that's like, go from there. Well, not Cody, always. Not always. The thing is, is like, Cody just rambles on about something, then you're just going... Please do just shut up. Just stop it. When's the end of this conversation? Like, I understand you love Kingdom Hearts. I deal with it all the time on my podcast. All the time. I love my podcast host that hosts with me. Yeah, me too. He's fantastic. And I mean, I mean, no, I love my podcast. He's a good sidekick. <laughs> John Paul's a great sidekick. It's just sometimes I, mean, I just wish I had more from him. You know? I, I bet sometimes right. he wish he had less from you. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Matt and I sometimes just hold hands across the table while we record. That's true. I saw it. It's true. (laughs) Okay, now I'm getting kind of uncomfortable. I don't know. I'm not sure because I'm across the table from both of you. I I don't really want to hold hands. The bathroom talk earlier to make you uncomfortable. Don't worry. I I have B-Man in front of me, so. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're playing pussies. All right. So anyways. I hope that's a foot. (laughs) So what is today about? I don't want to comment right now. We are doing an award show, what we feel is the best and worst of 2017, and it's mostly fanboy-related stuff. So you mean they look back at the year that was? Yes. The year that was either hell under Trump or glorious under Justice League in D.C., right? Oh, we're going to politics now. That's the way to Trump look at it. Trump always goes into politics. I always yeah, tell him i got to throw in just a, just a smidge. And, was, and some things here we're going to ask, and we, I can't really comment on because I don't know. I haven't read comic books this year and that kind of stuff. Video games, I know you haven't played any. I don't I, know why. I, I played a couple of video games. This year? Yeah. When? There, there's uh, like Solitaire on my phone. I, I well, then you, you can comment and we'll okay. make money for it. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Um, Angry Birds. I played Angry, <laughs> Angry Birds, Birds sometime good. this year. Angry Birds was it the new Angry Birds? It was an Angry Birds Star Wars with an add-on pack of some type that I don't remember. So that was fun. Did you pay for the add-on pack? No. Okay. It's free. It was huh? a free one. It was some kind of promo. To That's awesome news. All right. I'm excited. Yeah. It was Star Wars. I had it, lightsabers. It was. And Star Wars, I have a feeling, is going to come up in these categories a lot. Some of them. Yeah. So let's start off with comic book. Make it easy. I don't know. I know Brian and I'm John Paul. I'm going to start with this. I have bought no comic books this year. 
I have read no comic books this year. You'd have so a I hard to time. I <laughs> I'm actually with you on that. So you and I <laughs> might have sit out. Um, start off with Matt. I feel bad because I love comic books, but yeah, I'm just not in that headspace right now. Well, it's it's expensive. It's an expensive habit. All right, so 40% of our room right now can't <laughs> even comment on the first category. Come on, yeah. guys. And I actually made the categories, which you is made the, the category. You also wrote nothing down. Like, I, you I, just have a blank sheet of paper here. I know, and that's actually the worst thing about I it. I think I'm the only one that didn't come with a sheet of paper. I just came with a sticky note. Yeah, that works. A sticky note I actually filled paper, out the table yeah. that John Paul made. Yeah. That's hey, a good table. That's too. Good. I even typed it out. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. That, that's I mean, because I was lazy and didn't want to write after. That's but. fine. Um, I can start here then. Um, who are you? I'm Matt. I'm, oh, man. I'm hard at work, Matt. Is that what you wanted? Yeah. Okay. And, and, <laughs> and since you're going first, you should lay out how we're talking about each of the categories. Too. So uh, each category will name what it is. This one is uh, comic book, comic book category. Then we'll list three different comic books and or you know movies and shows and stuff later. It'll be your best, your most disappointing, and your most surprising. Uh, and sometimes, you know, that can all be the same thing. It could be. And surprising could be surprisingly good or surprisingly, or surprisingly bad. bad. Yeah, exactly. Um, I was surprised to hear about B-Man's bathroom, you know, Habits. stuff earlier. So that was a bad <laughs> version of surprised. I've talked about it in front of you before. Uh, I'm surprised yeah. you don't listen to when I talk to you, John Paul. You never listen to I'm surprised you, I'm surprised yeah. you only go when Matt is doing his own. Uh, yeah, that's intro. weird. It's weird. Sorry. You just <laughs> record it at home just like whenever you have to go that's when he listens to our show. Yeah, actually is. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway. We... The, the table is set up from best, then most disappointing, then most surprising. But I would personally like to go the other way because I feel like we Let's should be be, save best for last. I agree. Right? I agree. Everybody okay that with that? That works. So my most surprising comic book this year then is Rick and Morty po- Pocket Like You Stole It. And this is like a Rick and Morty Pokemon crossover. Yeah, no was, actual uh, Pokemon stuff. Written by uh, Timmy Howard. And it is hilarious, yeah. and I loved it. It was yeah, great. She, Looks just really like cool. the show. She also does. She also drew the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers pink. The pink okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's good art. And so. she was in MegaCon Tampa recently. I dug it. It made me laugh, and it actually like felt much. like the uh, the show. So if you watch Rick and Morty at all, you'll dig it. So here's a question: If you have never watched Rick and Morty and you don't will, even know what it is, you won't get it. You will not. Well, dig I was curious because I mean, if, it could still be funny. There's things that you know. Yeah. You, if you've never, ever seen Bugs Bunny and read a Bugs Bunny comic book, you'd be okay. I'm assuming it's nothing like Bugs Bunny. No, it's not. No, okay. It's not even a little bit like Bugs Bunny. But okay. it's good. Are there any rabbits in it? Yeah. Well, then it's a little like Bugs Bunny. Well, it's about this bunny Rabbit seasons? So it sounds exactly like Bugs Bunny. Oh, you know what? I think my most surprising was Bugs Bunny. <laughs> now that I think about it. Um, so Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Now, okay. are we going to do everybody now give no, their most surprising? Go for it. Keep going. Okay, all right. So my most disappointing was Marvel Legacy. Um, I really enjoyed the art, but that book, I would, I read it and was okay. like, hmm, so that was a thing I did. That was... I- I wanted to read it, but I heard that from a lot of people. That's why yeah. I didn't spend the money on it. I heard well, that it was very disappointing. Got the copy signed by Jason. I Harris. did. I got yeah. it signed. Thanks to you. So Actually, I, I get the same thing right there. Yeah, Thank you, Brian. At least two people have read the comic. <laughs> but I, I didn't. One hasn't. I, I have it. It's sitting, I see it every day. It's sitting in the back office right so now. that was an issue just called Marvel Legacy? Yeah, yeah, it was supposed to be like a reboot and like kind of explain where a lot of the mythical items and stuff in the Marvel Universe came from. Yeah, kind of like with DC Rebirth, how they just redid everything. Marvel Legacy was supposed to be that, like, where did the Phoenix Force come from? Where did Odin come from? Like, that type of... Uh, so they're Sounds again, cool, right? Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Soft, soft reboot. 
soft trim. Well, and, and that time of year. this is what yeah. caused them to bring back a lot of the old numbering, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. They brought yeah. back the old numbering system. Which I did like that idea too. Yeah, especially now they're like Spider-Man nine or seven ninety-seven, a bunch of old comics like that. You go like, wow, this has been going on for a long ass time. Yeah. So, uh, which is actually that leads into my next one, which was my best comic book All of right. year, which was. Moon Knight. Moon Knight Legacy. Um, Actually, Moon Knight in general is just always awesome, but bringing it back to the old numbering and just like, I I really enjoyed the art style and I'm into it. I went and picked them both up, or I I picked them up late because I missed the first issue, but I was was really missing out. Moon Knight. He had one of the cooler villains. It was Bushwhacker, what his name was, or... (laughs) That is his name. I don't know. That is a Moon Knight villain, yeah. I I used to like him a lot. Bushwhacker. That is the guy. Yeah. Well, All right. So know. that was my. I can't that was make my fun three. of it. I, I I like comics that have no. characters like arm fall off land. So you know. Is that a thing? Yeah. It <laughs> really is. Right. I won't go there That's now. That's fine. Who else read comics this year? Uh, I guess I got some. Me and John Paul. Who, who, you want to go first? Me go first. Either second, or. Actually. I wrote mine down and okay. typed. So I'm gonna go next. How about that? Right, that's fine. I'm more prepared than a post-it note. I I need a Rosetta Stone to actually okay decide for my. So I'll go in the same. Writing. I'll do the same thing. Go in okay. kind of backwards order here. Most surprising. And I'm doing this mainly. The reverse order for B-Man. The very first thing I'm voting on is a Marvel comic. Look at that. Not a DC. Wow. Peter Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, number one. It it was named... Yeah, it was named after the old 80s series of Peter Parker. Um, And it felt like reading a a, a Spider-Man comic from back in the 80s. It it felt like coming home. It was really cool. Felt like Um, a real homecoming. Yes. Also, come up later on in this. Yes. Yeah, a true homecoming in this case, though, and not an iron coming or whatever. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but um, but it was it was very very well done. Um, You laughed, you cried, you wanted more, and all. You know, she didn't cry anymore. You really just laughed and enjoyed it. Um, Most disappointing. This is where Scott Snyder decided he wanted to work for Marvel instead of DC, and he created Dark Knight's Metal, which is. A Marvel miniseries stuck in the DC universe, and it's just complete and utter crap. There's just no other he way to say it. He couldn't even say this DC thing was bad without also bashing on Marvel yeah, at could. the same he time. Could. Could. Right after praising Marvel, though, for Peter Parker. Right. And he also said crap, which for John Paul is a, yeah. a step too far. Uh, That's because metal, really, I mean, metal wasted so it's much It's funny because you seemed pump on that, pumped up on that on from the, very the first, first issue. One. You were the like, first yeah, issue. I'm into it. The second issue was just there. The third issue was just there. Well, the first two were preludes. I think they decided to go and make extra money on because they decided, hey, we're getting good press. We'll go do this stuff. And then there's crossovers and one-shots and left and right and delays, and it's taking longer, and you don't know when it's going to end, if it ever is going to end, and it's really going to matter. And it feels like either either a Marvel miniseries, which a lot of people complain about, or a Grant Morrison miniseries. It could be either one as what well. What makes it feel Marvel-y? He just um, needed a trash on it somehow. So he said, no, honestly, the, the fact that they started delaying and having crossovers left and right and... Well, I'm not saying this, delaying. That's all image, not Marvel. Well, no, Marvel's had a lot of delaying, <clears throat> adding on extra issues and so on. Every yeah. miniseries from Marvel of the past three, four, or five years um, has started out as like four or five or six issues and ended up being seven, eight, or nine issues. And they've started, we're going to end in June, and it ends up ending in December. Yeah, he ain't wrong. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> going to defend uh, Dark Knight's Metal here because I really did enjoy it. And one of the things that they did was, as said of what Marvel did, just where like everything has to be involved with it, like Secret Empire, everything had to be involved with Secret Empire, even though yep. they had nothing to do with it. 
DC, the Dark Knight's Metal was pretty much, they went, okay, who wants to be involved in it? We'll write you guys into the story. We'll include you in one of the side stories so that way it's not interrupting anything. Because Wonder Woman was in it, but her series is still ongoing without having to stop everything, do the Dark Knight Metal, and then continue back where they okay. left off. So that was that was a better way editorially to do it. And but it's still such a disappointing book. Unless you like Scott Snyder's Batman. Which I do. If you like Scott Snyder's Batman, you'll love it. You probably still don't love the adding on and delays and other kind of stuff. But now, Batman's my favorite of all of them. I gotta ask this. Who's worst to you, in your opinion? Grant Morrison, Batman, or Scott Snyder, Batman? Oh, Grant Morrison every, okay. every time. Okay. Every time. I could not get into Grant Morrison. Every time. Because you're not on drugs. This means right. my, and then, Grant so, Morrison is a comic book writer. Oh, okay. And he yeah. wrote some Batman stuff. Oh, Batman. It was Batman, Batman's actually. cool, right? Batman, and yeah. Justice League and Final Crisis and X-Men and other stuff. I mean, he's he's wrote a lot of, he wrote some good stuff in his day. He's written a Christmas comic called Claws. It's really good. And he's British. And right? one of his, oh, British? One of his uh, miniseries yeah. is being turned into a TV show. Oh, he's Scottish, actually. He's Scottish? Oh. Yeah, well, that's still Glasgow. British. That's part of the British... Empire, you know. We, I don't we, think they we, want to be part talk of the British Empire. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll With Brexit? No. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about something. <laughs> All right, so best. Um, oh, somebody give him a drum roll. Okay. Yeah. All right, so for best, I thought when I first saw the category, I put down um, Doomsday Clock. Because Doomsday Clock, number one, came out in November and was incredible and fantastic. It's the sequel to um, Watchmen. It's bringing Watchmen and DC together, and it's kind of the culmination of everything. Rebirth, and it was great, but there's been one issue. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. hate to give something best of the entire year for one issue. The entire year, I've been enjoying Superman. I mean, there's there's multiple Superman books, but the actual Superman title. Um, this is the one that focuses on him and Lois and their son Jonathan, who's the new Superboy. And as a father with kids who are growing up and leaving the home, it, it's just it's it's hit all the right notes. It's been really cool. So Superman for me is, you know, it's other people would probably say action over Superman, but it's just more of where it's at. It's been been great. Cool. Alrighty. Coin operated. Yes, the only one that actually reads comics and coin operated. Um my most surprising is actually not a comic but like a huge event was Brian Michael Bendis leaving Marvel. He's been there for a lot of years and with him leaving a lot of comics are now gonna be in flux. Yeah. Which is a good thing because some of his runs were really horrible like Guardians of the Galaxy ended up being really bad. Um, he did Daredevil back in the day, right? He did a few Daredevils. Did, I remember liking that yeah. one. Yeah, his run and, on Daredevil was awesome. Yeah. yeah. And one of the things that gets in limbo is uh, Jessica Jones, which is one of their more adult team comics, which he created the character, so that's one that's going to be infected. Affected. Uh, Could be infected, depending <laughs> on the storyline. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that'd be a good storyline. Miles Morales, he was one of the major writers for him. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's, that's going to be one of the first times that he actually has a new writer. So a lot of those books were his staples that he knew how to write um, the new Ironheart or Iron Man one that he was writing that's going to be completely different now so it's just going to be this huge like changing of the guard in Marvel because he was considered like the one of like the DC legacies but Marvel actually had one of the writers like he's with us forever and it's almost like a Jack Kirby type stuff was that like over creative differences? no his contract was up and he wanted to do something different he just wanted to change? yeah that's fair yeah so that was my most surprising. My most disappointing is actually going to be Secret Empire. For the whole, where everything's going to be included, like the X-Men had nothing to do with the original story arc of Captain America being a Hydra agent. But it's like, awesome, the X-Men are in it. It's like, why? No point. <laughs> uh, for me, the best comic is going to be uh, Image Comic, uh, Scales and Scoundrels. That's one of my favorite ones. It's pretty good. 
I did read the first issue of that after yeah. I read your review, so I did read one comic. Yeah, so I so liked it So it was your lot. one for the year? Yeah, it was my best, my most disappointing, and my most surprising. <laughs> there you go. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's a typical story. Of, it's a typical fantasy story, but the way that it's written, it's all ages, so little kids could enjoy it, uh, adults could enjoy it. And it's written by the same person that's Shirtless Bear Fighter. Can't remember their name right now, but it's really interesting. Uh, issue number five is coming out in January, and I'm writing a review on that one now. Just plugging myself. Anyway, so yeah, cool. those are, no, those are my cool. comic stuff. Good job, All right. everybody. All right. You want to announce the next category? Video games. Video games. The one that I have absolutely nothing to say you about. You just said you played Solitaire and Angry Birds and that kind of stuff, I Jumbo. did, but I'm not really going to count that because, well. Well, then you, know, you included yourself. They came out from before. You, you know. included yourself. All right. I'll go first this one. You don't have anything written down. Yeah, why do you keep looking down at your Yeah, paper? stop looking at the paper. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. Most surprising. <clears throat> These guys are going to be surprised by this, but this summer... But it, it makes sense since it's the most surprising. Yeah, well, That's a good point. this summer I played it a lot. Oh, oh yeah, I already know. I, I played a lot, a lot, which I came obsessed with it. And actually dreamt of doing it. Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. Amazing game. But amazing with quotations. Because unless you get in a good group, people like the same stuff you like, it's terrible. Because video games this year, the PvP system, 10 people in it, what do you think? Three, four guys and jerks, give or take? Probably a good bet. Yeah. And this game... <laughs> I thought it would just, be safer saying like nine of them are jerks. Possibly. And this game, just using one jerk, and the entire game is warned. And that always happens. So unless you get in a good group, the game isn't fun. So, um... That was my most surprising. I loved it. I still play it to this day. I want to kill a counselor. Wouldn't mind doing it. They, they kind of deserve it. But whatever. That's <laughs> fair. Right. That's um, fair point. Disappointing. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. It was just Star came Wars. Out. Yeah, it just came out. I was looking forward to it since it was announced like two years ago. They're going to improve on things from the first one. I actually liked the first one. I thought it was pretty decent. Um, they did make a campaign mode, which is nice. But the microtransactions drama just really affected this game. So, so the commercials for this make it look like you're playing the Empire or whatever the whole time. And the, in, the bad the story guys, line? yeah, like the first ten minutes of it. Yeah, okay, you are. the commercial I mean, is all about being the bad guys. You the bad guy the first half. Okay, maybe if we didn't that long. Okay, um, that the game is fun, but it took away a lot of my favorite modes. Did it capture the flag mode? Just gone. Um, pod escape pod mode that's gone. It seems like there's less to do in this one than the first one. And it really was set up for microtransactions where you could pay X amount of money to get all these extra chests. And that actually, like, Senate, I believe, Senate of Congress got involved in that one. And Disney got involved saying, you guys can't do this. The negative backlash. It's the most disliked post ever on Reddit to this day, <laughs> which is insane. So anyways, um, disappointing that way. And best, I talked to Matt about it yesterday. going to disagree with me. I haven't played many games. I haven't played like six games this year, but Resident Evil 7, I thought was incredible. It's the only game that actually made me like terrified. And I imagine playing this on VR. I didn't play it on VR. I want to, but I imagine playing it on VR is simply terrifying. I would love to play that on VR. You should. I should. You, I you almost bought a VR I, one time. I, I waited for like three months for it and never came in, so I could just say, you know, I'm good. Well, those are fine games that you, you pointed out. Are they? I'm going to go ahead and move into mine, though, because yours are wrong. Okay. <laughs> Most surprising game this year is Farpoint, uh, mostly because you thought it was just going to be a VR shooter, which it was very good at doing, but it also had an awesome story, 
Amazing. Star Trek, right? No, no, no. Farpoint. Yeah, Encounter at Farpoint, the first episode of no, no, Next no, no. Gen. Stop what you're doing. Okay. It's Farpoint. <laughs> Farpoint, the VR game. Okay. Um, they had the holodeck VR. They did, and that's yeah, supposed to be okay. cool. Haven't played it, though. Yeah. Uh, Farpoint, everybody go out and buy it. It's awesome. Most disappointing, Destiny 2. I did not like the way that game felt. The story didn't really grab me, so I played a collective probably six hours of it and moved on. That doesn't really matter, though. Best game of the year, and I can't overstate this, Horizon Zero Dawn was amazing, and everybody should play it. And, and I've heard good things. It. Everybody tells me good things about it. Man, 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 is it good. All right, I'm done. <laughs> that was fast. That was. <laughs> hey, just got to get to the get point to on it, you know? All right. So yeah. my most surprising game is one that Matt here actually had me play at his place. Me. It's a party game. You actually use your phone. It interacts with oh, the PS4. Oh, yeah, that game's awesome. It's called Hidden Agenda. This is what you were telling me about, yeah. We might be playing this Friday, tomorrow night. We might be doing you it. You guys are going to like it. It's, it's really, really cool. good. Yeah, it's awesome. It's an interactive movie, basically. Just yeah. keep my jump focus confused. When it comes to certain easy. story cruxes, everybody gets to choose how they want it to play out. But at the same time, every once in a while, the game gives you a hidden agenda. So you want, a certain, you want it to play out a certain way, so you're kind of trying to play yeah. it your way, and everyone else is against you. And you, there's like overrides, so you can like override someone else's choices, and yeah, it's really cool. It was a lot of fun. I'm looking for. I had the game sitting on my table. It's just my friend base is just unreliable. <laughs> unreliable. <laughs> we're always here, except when we're good, not. It's a good length too. It's you can actually play the whole thing like with your friends at a party. That's like two About hours how long probably. It's two hours. Uh, two, you, maybe three hours depending. You haven't been at a John Paul party. Let me tell you, those things get crazy. Oh, yeah, I mean, Dungeon yeah. Dragons happens. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It gets insane. <laughs> Every so often, a Red Dragon Man. Even yeah, pops that up. happens. Too. Yeah. That's a great game. Yeah. Okay, so surprisingly, with my other two categories, it's the same game. This was both the best game for me this year and the most disappointing. And it was Mass Effect Andromeda. Okay. This was the fourth game in the series. The first three were like, that's probably my favorite series of all time. I love Mass Effect. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm so I was so it. excited to play this game, and it was disappointing, and I knew it was going to be, because everyone was saying before it even came out, like, the graphics weren't up to par, and it just, there was a lot of bugs. And but it was, was still fun. But it was still really fun. The combat was probably the best combat they've had in any Andromeda game, or any Mass Effect game. The story, I thought, was cool. It was a really good reboot. They literally uproot the whole human race to a the Andromeda Galaxy to explore. It was just like a complete reset for the whole franchise. It was really well done. I like the characters. I mean, it's a solid game that was ruined by not having enough time to finish it. It was very unpolished, a lot of graphical errors, a lot of bugs. Yeah. Even the multiplayer was fun. But very limited, but fun. So, yeah, most disappointing, but also the best. Mass Effect 4. Yes. Right. Andromeda. Andromeda. I'm uh, looking at you. Yeah, what you got? What's on your uh, list? My most surprising game is probably going to be the most surprising one out of all you guys. It's going to be the Animal Crossing Pocket Camp for the iOS and Android devices. It took the concept of Animal Crossing, made it more simplified, and it's super easy to do, super easy to play. You don't have to worry about microtransactions. You don't have to buy stuff to buy other things. You can easily just play it without spending any of your hard-earned cash. So to me, that's one of those surprising games because mostly right now, every single game for the cell phone, microtransaction. You gotta buy this to upgrade. You gotta upgrade. You gotta upgrade. Here, you can just play it and have fun with it. So, so I gotta ask in, in, in very short amount of t- words: yeah. 
I don't mean this is a joke. When I hear Animal Crossing, I picture Frogger. I mean, Frog crossing the road. It's an Animal Crossing. I'm sure it's not Frogger. Yeah. So, in really short description, what is Animal Crossing? It's what else would it be? It's a reptile, isn't it? Still Which falls under the animal kingdom. What's yeah. it, what's your, and he's easily confused. Uh, it's kind of like a mixture of uh, The Sims and like those turn-based games where you do things to collect other items. Yeah. So it's a really interesting game because they ported it, or not even ported, they took the concept from one of the Nintendo franchises, Animal Crossing, and they brought it down to the iOS devices. It's their third game for cell phones and so far I think it's one of the best ones it has the second most downloads out of all three of them because the other ones are Ma- uh, Mario Run Animal Crossing and uh, Fiddlesticks I can't remember the hey, name hey look at that Animal Crossing right there uh, there's a Mario game what there is, is a Mario game not very good really? yeah Fire oh. Emblem okay. Fire Emblem Heroes so yeah so that was probably a surprising game uh, my most disappointing game was probably just everything that came out that wasn't exclusive to a certain console because everyone's talking about like how this game was great, this game was great, but like Cuphead was great for the Xbox. But there was no like no cross-platform game that was universally amazing on all the platforms. Like Resident Evil 7, you have to have the VR to experience it differently. So for me, I guess it's just a cross-platform on all, all the games. That's probably the most disappointing thing so far because whatever. Uh, and best will be Cuphead, where they brought back difficulties and where you actually had to play, be good at playing a video game. And the art style was amazing. The concept of it that it took seven years to make, it was hand drawn. It's nothing. It's not like a two year endeavor from like Andromeda, which they rushed it. This was they took their time and you could see the quality of it. I've heard none of these games. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. It's it's like a side scrolling yeah. Mario type. But the art style looks like an old like twenties hand drawn cartoon. That's cool. That's really pretty. Like art style wise, it's beautiful. Yeah, and for twenty bucks, yeah, it's a eight hour game, but it's it makes you play. It makes you understand the visual concept, and then you just enjoy it all. Just cheat for the eyes. But yeah, your little dude literally has a cup for a head, yeah. and what you have to do like put. A, like a ball falls in, you gotta get the ball from one side of the level to the other or something? No, it's a... You gotta, that would be a better mechanic, though. Yeah. That would have been cool. You gotta <laughs> collect souls of people. You sold your soul to the devil, so to get it back, you have to collect the souls from people that owe him money. So you go and you collect okay, their souls. Yeah. Souls in the cup? Cuphead makes total sense. Not really. Right. <laughs> is the cup inconsequential just, to the game? Yeah, it's, his name is just Cuphead. And his mug man... For some reason, I thought the cup was like part of the game. No. Apparently not. <laughs> Yeah, picture of Mario with a cup for a head. Yeah, yeah, collecting mushrooms. And but stuff. yeah, so those would be my uh, video games. Yeah. I'd oh, guys. Not heard of that. I will throw out one thing. This is not new, but I did discover Sunday night as I was going through some stuff from my father-in-law trying to find a certain CD to install a driver. I found my Infocom collection. So I'm planning over Christmas installing Zork One and going back to Zork. I don't know if y'all. Have Ever played? It was a text-based game. It was such an incredible thing from back in the '80s and before. One of the best things about when John Paul is, I feel young sometimes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't feel young often anymore, but I feel young sometimes. Hey, Zork was incredible. Just saying, that'll be my closest to a video game of the year. Can I just say I'm surprised no one mentioned the SNES Classic? I know that's not a game. You can say that, yes, Nick. I'm glad you said that. That was such a huge. Release. I'm surprised nobody mentioned it. It was actually Brian. I think it's very similar to like the NES classic, where there's this huge fanfare for it. You can't find it, and then you're starting to see it pop up here and there in like little places. 
like one of the surprising places people have been able to find it have been the uh, Amazon bookstore. So it's you're walking into an Amazon bookstore, you're thinking, oh, behind the counter they have the SNES Classics. You talk to the guy, hey, how long have you guys had those? Oh, for a couple of weeks. Yeah. Okay. It was such an event in video games, though. I know. But <clears throat> me and John, or one of our other co-workers, were like, we gotta get it! <laughs> yeah, you guys gotta day up. We're like feverishly trying to find it. And you did. And you got them for everybody here. I appreciate that, Brian. Came through. So what's next in our uh, Brian, category I think list? we'll leave off the next one. Oh, no, you don't want me to. Yeah, These should one. be the first categories where everybody can actually answer, right? Yeah, I think Everybody watches I TV. So. You, don't, I you so. don't want me to answer. No, I mean, I want to start off. I'm, in, I'm okay. intrigued. Fanboy TV show. Go for it. Um, most surprising, everything being bad. Wow. Everything was just garbage. Um, walking Dead. He's a real optimist, you know, this one here. Well, you, Loves life. <laughs> you have all these, like, we've put all these things up to these high standards of, like, being awesome, being amazing, blowing us away. And then when we finally got the finished product, we're kind of like, eh. Because the Defenders, eh. The Punisher, eh. The Walking Dead, well, whatever. I'll watch it. I'll wait until Netflix. Preacher, I'll, I'll wait until Netflix. The DC stuff, well, I'll just wait for the crossover. As soon as the crossover hits, then I'm good. I don't really care about anything else. Maybe the Flash, or and then some of the Marvel stuff was just whatever. Like Agents of Shield was. Yeah. So was this is Ang- interesting <laughs> then, because you your most surprising thing is that everything sucked. Yeah. So what sucked the most? What's your most disappointing? <laughs> yeah, what's the most disappointing? Which everything. one did you think might be good? Well, everything was just horrible. <laughs> I threw because... my TV out. I hate it. So everything, but, everything, and based on those two answers, you got to have blank for the best. I'm looking Nothing. for the best right now. Yeah. I'm looking for the Nothing. best. Nothing. No, one of the things like this goes to like the non fanboy stuff. It's the non ABC Marvel stuff, like Legions, Gifted, uh, Runaways, like the those type of stuff. Like blew everyone out of the water. But you think of Legion, okay? You're not really thinking X Men. They tell you it's part of the X Men or the Marvel. You're like, oh, I don't see it. I don't care. Uh, gifted, yeah, it's Mar- it's mutants, yeah, I don't care. It doesn't really correlate with it. And the Runaways is like, yeah, it's the Runaways, yeah, but it's not our the main franchise of Marvel and DC, so I don't care. So you're disappointed at all of that? I'm not. I'm disappointed in, like the major marquee fanboy TV shows, like anything based off an Image comic was garbage this year. Like The Walking Dead, how many people have kept up with it so far on this table? Yeah, Just B Man raised his um, hand. This is an yeah. audio podcast. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> How many people have kept up with Preacher season two? I didn't even no. watch season one. I mean, I don't I have cable. <laughs> I don't keep up with anything. I don't have cable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to come to Netflix. I keep up with a lot. I do keep up with a lot yeah. of stuff. And but... except for John Paul, how many people have kept up with the DC shows? Like no, DC, no hands raised. No hands Not religiously watching it the day, but like within a week of the episode premiering. How many people have kept up with it? I would have if Hulu had kept them on, but they booted yeah. all those shows off too, so I have to wait for them to come on Netflix. And then with Netflix, how many people finished The Defenders? Oh, I finished, oh, I finished it. it. But how long did it take <laughs> you to finish it? Well, I finished it quick. To get out of the way? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you had to get through that. Um, <laughs> the Punisher. I what just is... finished that recently. I just started it. I'm yeah. not excited. So it's that type of stuff. So He's I'm so sad. It's not. It's I'm sad. disappointed with those with those marquee shows. <laughs> Punisher, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so that's right. why I was like, I don't want to go first. All right, no, <laughs> really we start we start at the though. lowest end yeah. and work our way up. Hopefully, uh, most surprising. You kind of touched base on it. I thought Legion was really good. 
Yeah. I yeah. have zero desire to watch Legion. Zero okay. desire to watch it. It's supposed to be artsy and all this yeah. kind of stuff for it. I hate artsy stuff. I like Legion a lot. Some parts I didn't like. Sometimes they're like, okay, you go too overboard. But for the most part, I thought it was a good show. Too overboard? They had a dance number. The, the dance number's out of the blue. Yeah, I love that. And I think I should called you and right when that happened. Like, <laughs> what am I watching, John Paul? Like, it gets better. It gets better. Incredible show. I couldn't Absolutely make it through incredible. it, man. That show kind of sucked. Kind of sucked. I, I can see why you're saying that, honestly, <laughs> but I enjoyed it. It was in my very short list for best of the year. Hmm. Okay. Um, it was. That's most fair. disappointing Walking Dead, as you just touched upon as well. Uh, we created this podcast, what, a year ago, you and I? Yeah. And it was basically about Walking Dead when we first started it. Like, I see well, for you, it was about Walking Dead. For me, it was probably about DC. Well, whatever. Stuff. Yeah, I'm but, yeah. usually the right one. And uh, I still like he looks at a blank list. Like, <laughs> Stop yeah. looking at the list. Take that away from him. <laughs> no, take my list. I need my list. Like, so this, I'm like, what's in the list? I want, like, I want to get a sneak peek. I, I, can't, con- I can't concentrate right now. All right, so what, what was your, your best show all year? Uh, fanboys. Actually, fanboy and regular are the same. Uh, Game of Thrones. I loved Game of Thrones. It's a short show. Only, what, six episodes this year, I think it was? I could have guessed all three it of those. Eight. It could be because we talk about all these shows every week, but I could have yeah. guessed all three of those for you. Game of Thrones, for me, I, I just, I love it all the way through. I think when this show finally ends, it's kind of my favorite show of all time. I just loved it. Game of Thrones is great, so I'm gonna leave it there. All right. Okay, here we go. Most dis nope. Most no, surprising, surprising fanboy show was Iron Fist because I think it just got crapped on so hard that I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna turn this on. It's gonna be the worst thing I've ever seen in my life, and it was fine. So I was like, Oh, this is better than I thought it was gonna be for sure. <laughs> so if the you surpri- go listen to our review episode, I would say you actually thought it was good. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, upon reflection, I think it was fine at the time. I was like, "This is good," but it definitely wasn't what people were saying it was. So but it was context. You you went in with really low exactly, exactly, okay. and it was very col- the reviews were very colored by the controversy around it more yeah. than the quality of the what show. Was, there was controversy. What was the controversy? It was that pretty- a white dude played this white character instead of an Asian dude playing this white character. It was very it was confusing. The, uh, uh-huh. He was the Asian savior that only a white man could save the Asian uh, populace. It was the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a flaw of the concept of the comic book made right. in the 70s that carried into the TV show <laughs> because they didn't correct that right. error. Okay. Uh, most disappointing. And now this one I went back and forth on, and, and me and Nick talked about it earlier because I wanted to put Defenders here, and I think I originally put Defenders here. Um, but eventually I came to the realization that Defenders – Shook my confidence in the stuff on Netflix, sure, but I'm still watching Punisher now. Okay. But Flash season three was so bad, and I season three started in 2016. I am aware, but yeah, it ended in 2017. Behind. You're season behind, so yes, I'm good. Yeah. Flash season three was so bad that I'm not watching any more of the DC stuff that comes on CW. You can wow. only kick me when I'm down so many times. <laughs> well, this what, just proves my point. Whether your opinion is right or wrong, aside. One show is going to kill your... Well, I had already shows. pretty much bailed on Arrow, uh, yeah. just because it had continuously got worse and worse, and I didn't get sucked into Supergirl enough to continue watching. And but like, you did compliment it when you started it. Yeah, Supergirl was really... The first season of Supergirl, I'm like, all right, I'm on board. I, just, I never got into season two because I started with Flash. Okay. And I was just like, nah, I'm done. Yeah. And it was just that reveal at the end. And that's another thing. Season three starts off really good. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm coming in every day. I'm like, dude, you need to be watching Flash. Season three is really good. And by the end, I'm like, oh, I can't believe y'all done and this. it's funny because I'm at the point in season three because I watched 
watch it on Netflix very slowly, <laughs> where he was still enjoying it. So I'm like, what, what possibly could be going wrong? For the uh, for the record, while I still enjoyed season three, it was their weakest season. This season is is back up. They no longer have an evil speedster as the villain. That's wow. It's good. It, it, is, it took four seasons. For yeah, that? yeah. Oh man. I know that that they stretched it. I, two seasons is okay. <laughs> Even though I would have done something different second season, but yeah. two was okay. But that was as far as it should have gone. Yeah, that it just it hurt me. It hurt me to my core, where mm-hmm. I was just like, I can't, I can't do it anymore. Um, and then my best is Game of Thrones, also because yes. Game of Thrones wow. is awesome. Wow, I didn't know you were that big on Game of Thrones. Oh man, yeah, Game of Thrones, man, that's where it's at. Yeah, cool. you never talked about that before. Well, he doesn't watch it, so I, it just never comes up in our show or anything. And I don't think I was ever on y'all show when you were talking about it. But yeah, Game of Thrones, man. All right. What up? All right, I'll go. So for yeah, fanboy TV, I'm hoping these count as fanboy shows. Surprising. My most surprising was the Orville. Is that considered a fanboy? Yes. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, because oh, it's, right. it's basically a Star Trek Next Generation clone with some comedy in there. And I was really surprised because I thought, oh, this is going to be a dumb comedy. It and was. Even the trailers. I could be surprised, and it was a dumb comedy. No, if you ninety percent <laughs> of those episodes, it's taken very seriously, like a like an episode of the Next Generation, and then they, they just sprinkle that comedy in there. I was yeah. very surprised by that. Yeah, and yeah, I enjoy it. I think those it's, sprinkles. Yeah, right now. it's a really good Star Trek like show. I really enjoy it. I was surprised. I did not expect to enjoy that. Well, show. It was renewed for a second season, and then first season was cut short all of a sudden, which was kind of odd. So I don't know what's going on with that. But and I haven't finished it. I. I seen most of the first season i haven't watched all of them but i i enjoy it it's pretty solid show uh most disappointing definitely goes to the defenders everything that built up to it and it had already started to falter because um daredevil season two Uh i was pretty disappointed in about half of that season um i actually did like iron fist quite a bit but you know, a lot of people did it, and but man, I was like, "Defenders is going to bring it all together. This is going to be great." Oh, and then Luke Cage, I did not enjoy at all. Ugh, Luke Cage. You so, know, <laughs> I was already going into Defenders where the Netflix stuff was kind of on shaky ground, and then oh yeah, it just that killed was it. it. That just was it. killed it. So I have watched The Punisher now. I thought The Punisher was better than The Defenders, and considerably better than Luke Cage, but. It's uh, it's not great either. Still not up to Daredevil. You know, the first half of Luke Cage no. isn't that bad. I'm, I'm just going to say that right now. I like the first half of Luke Cage. Sure, yeah. It, it, it got weak. It, got, it ended horribly. And I mean, it, that's a fine thing to say, but unless the first half was 100% and the second half was like a No, the decent, first half was like 80%. Exactly, and then the, la- the last half was, was foolishness. Like, I agree. So then it brings your score down to a felon grade. That's true. So there you go. I got nothing to say in that. What's your best one, though? So my best fanboy TV show of the year. Again, I, I assume this is considered fanboy because it is in that sci-fi genre, Stranger Things Season 2. That counts. Mm-hmm. Stranger Things is great. Yeah. Still, still really haven't watched it. Still haven't watched it. Still haven't watched it? Yeah, I'm going to. Right, well, I enjoyed well, this first season. He's it going just to, was long. No, you didn't enjoy the first season. You, you yelled at me the next day, and I, felt, I cried. No, I, was, I think this is one of my expectations were too high. Okay. Because everybody raved everywhere. I mean, at Dragon Con, even, they were talking Stranger Things everywhere. And it was good. It should have been two or three episodes long instead of eight. But Two or three episodes. That's all you wanted from Stranger Things. For that story, that's all you needed. Now, you could have gone eight episodes and done more. But for that story, two or three episodes would have gotten the entire story. I mean, Goonies did the entire story in a two-hour movie. X-Files were done in one episode. And it was a mixture of X-Files and Goonies. 
Sure, but better than both of those things. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, I mean, no, no. And released after 1994. There you go. I don't know. But I am going to watch season two. Yeah, one day. It's really good. I, the only thing I was disappointed in, and it's just a personal thing, I wanted more answers that were kind of left from the first one. You don't get a lot of big answers in this, which just means we're going to get more, so it can't be that bad. But as far as what the season of television you get is very entertaining. Sounds like X-Files. You never get answers. I think we will get answers with this eventually, I hope. Yeah. But yeah, you're not going to get a well, lot of big answers in this. X-Files gave you a lot of answers on some things, but kept changing the answers. Yeah. And some things they never answered. So, And you probably never will get Because it sounds no. like they're just going to do this one more mini-season. Yeah, that'll be it. And they're yeah. done. All right. Uh, yeah, so All that's right. my fanboy TV. So mine. Um, B-Man and I are on the exact same page for most surprising. Legion. Um, I knew going in, Noah Hawley had done a fantastic job with Fargo. And if you haven't watched Fargo, highly encourage you to watch Fargo. But even knowing that, Legion was so much better than what I was expecting. Um, maybe I love the musical number dance routine thing too Did much. Did you like that number for real? I loved it. It was so pointless. It didn't fit in the show I've at gone all. back and watched just that one scene like five or six times. Now, we'll, I went back and watched yeah, that uh, stripper scene with that little that person did. That was kind of awesome. But I forgot her name. Audrey Plaza? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you want to make the podcast weird? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry. Maybe you make us uncomfortable. I'm sorry. But anyway, it's it's good. So if you didn't see Legion, highly recommend it. And that's two out of five of us put that on there and surprising. That's so crazy. That's, that's, that's cool. Uh, most disappointing. I don't know if anybody else here watched Ash vs. the Evil Dead. I loved season one. First, I loved the old, you know, the Evil Dead, Evil Dead mm-hmm. 2, and Army of Darkness. Love Bruce Campbell. Ash vs. the Evil Dead season one was fantastic. Season two, they announce it. Yay, it's coming. They cast Lee Majors to play his father. You don't get much better than Lee Majors and Bruce Campbell on the screen together. He's the Fall Guy, right? Yeah, Fall Guy, Six Million Dollar Man, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's just, it was perfect. And I could say, it could have been the most disappointing, um, so big of a disappointment that it overlapped into other categories. It was that disappointing, but it was just so bad. (laughs) Um, I watched like three episodes and I was done. Wow. So just that quick that show that, went downhill. Yeah, it, it's only like six or eight episodes long. I mean, it's not like it's a long. Yeah, you didn't give stars the season. TV. Yeah, right. stars. But then it's on Netflix, so if you want to watch at least season one, yeah, highly recommend. <laughs> if you want to watch one. the good season? It's on Netflix. Just now. Stop there. Yeah, it's a happy little ending, yeah, end of the world type stuff. You know, that's you know, happy, very happy. Yeah, and then best for me, I do like all the DC stuff. As I said, yeah, some is better than others, but my favorite by far. When I have an episode on my DVR, no matter how Legends. much other stuff, Legends Tomorrow, no matter what else is on my DVR, no matter how much I love anything else that's on there, I go and watch the episode of Legends Tomorrow. It's just so much fun. And every it, it is the most comic book style TV show I think that's ever existed. Um, it's just... I can agree with that know. statement, at least. Okay. Yeah. It, it's fun. <laughs> and if you've never watched it at all... Or if you hadn't watched anything from since the first disappointing season, because the first season was, um, watch the Halloween episode of this season. Um, they travel back in time and see a young Ray at Halloween. And um, even people I know who hate the show, not that they just don't watch it, but I know there's one guy that I've been on his podcast, he literally hates Legends Tomorrow. He enjoyed that episode. It was it was so good. So I recommend doing that. Wait, um, you've been seeing other podcasts? I haven't seen other podcasts on the side, yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's I promote I hours when I'm on there. Well, I have two, actually. Oh, okay. I have two. I've been doing a few of them. Okay, good. Yeah. Good. If I could, 
I would like to take this next category because I have some things I need to say about it. Okay. You wrote fanboy TV shows and then you wrote overall TV shows. Right. That's not really how I looked at it. I looked at it more like fanboy TV shows as in things I have to watch by myself and then other TV shows that I can sit down and watch with my girlfriend. Okay, that's fine. So these two did not overlap. I'm going to start with my most surprising was a Netflix cartoon that looked like a Rick and Morty wannabe called Big Mouth. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. It was funny. It had a bunch of good... um, Steve Kroll was in it and just all kinds of... Nick Kroll, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know who Steve Kroll is. He might have been in it too. I'm not <laughs> he really named sure. him like he was someone. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was good. It's, a, it's just a story about kids like growing up. They're like in early high school or late middle school or something. They're like going through puberty. It's like a whole thing. It's funny. Um, my most disappointing, again, these are shows that I watched with my girlfriend, was Walking Dead Season 7, which also started in uh, 2016, but ended in 2017. So yeah, yeah that's that true. Uh, Walking Dead's a garbage show, and I think I'm done <laughs> with it, because, man, that season hey, that's got what I real said. rough. It was that. a good show when it first started. It was. It is not anymore. Oh, I agree. Um, What's it doing wrong? I haven't gotten to that point yet. Well, we're at the same point where it's the same show every time. It's, it is the same show, but it's a it's not as good as it used to be. It's like, keep falling into those it's same a, traps. It's the same thing over and over and over, but a little less interesting every time. They bring in this new guy, Negan, and you're like, oh, he's going to be cool. But actually, no, he's not. He just makes a bunch of stupid decisions. So he's like this dude that rules with like an iron fist but at the same time you're like but why are you so stupid like how did however, you get into power he's the version of the governor when he's on screen though he is good yeah you 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 might think about that kind of stuff later but while you're watching him on screen it's just wow it's yeah he is Jeffrey yeah. Dean Morgan he's very cool yeah he's good um and then my best Again, shows that I can watch with my girlfriend is Stranger Things Season 2, which was interesting because she did not watch Stranger Things Season 1 at all, but we were doing like a viewing party, and I was like, look, you got to watch you got to watch it. She was like, I'm not into it or whatever. Made her watch like a seven-minute long video on YouTube that just caught you all the way up, and man, she was hooked on Season 2. Like, she was immediately like super into it. I can see that. If you summarize Season 1 in seven minutes, that'd be about the right length. <laughs> yeah, I guess maybe you're right. Yeah, that should have yeah, been two episodes. Like going back and watching Season man, 1? Or something? Yeah, she has, she has wanted to go back and watch it. She hasn't yet, because of course, I mean, right now she's watching Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, like, uh, what else would you be doing with your life at this point? Of course. Um, but no, Stranger Things Season like 2, five man. five other things so good. watching that show. So good. They are hard to keep up with, I've heard. Huh? I them to work and watch Because there's show. so many of them. They're <laughs> all moving in different directions. They're so fast. <laughs> but yeah, that was a, that, that was my way of interpreting that category. I don't know if you guys did it, you know, just as I, an actual I did overall. So I kind of wish I did it that way. Nothing. Well, well I, you didn't write anything down, so, so yeah, you exactly. can do it any way so, so, like, I, I can rethink that. I can rethink it. I'll go after Matt since okay, my last one was just like a bunch of I hate everything. This one, I did the same thing. My most surprising one. You hate everything still? No, okay. I actually like everything. Okay. I still hate everything. <laughs> I hate everything fanboyish. Oh, okay. But no, uh, my most surprising one was the DuckTales reboot. To me, it was one of those things where when they first announced it, it was when I was like, uh, you know, I don't really feel too comfortable with this. Why are they rebooting it? They're rebooting everything. And after watching the first two episodes, I'm going, this is amazing. They got the concept of the show, the idea, the mythos of it, and they modernized it to... DuckTales. DuckTales, yeah, it's great. I never uh, really thought of it having a concept and a mythos, though. It's the whole, like... Scrooge McDuck is the explorer. He has the family, yeah, yeah. and it brings a lot of elements from the comic books into it. 
So to me, that was one of the most surprising shows out there. Uh, David Tennant does the voice of Scrooge McDuck, so he does his natural Scottish accent. It's a great show. Uh, most surpri- or most disappointing was actually American Horror Story. Hmm. Uh, Colt. It started off really great, and then the last episode was just. It was just garbage. It was I've heard garbage. that from several people. Like, this show is really good, except for that last episode. It ruins everything. Because he jumps to shark. Because the guy get, uh, Kai gets elected as a, as a city councilman, then jumps to shark. Because all of a sudden, now he has like this little cultish army going, where did he get this cultish army? Where did he get all these guys to start following him? So now we don't need to watch it. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's just halfway through the series. And then the final <laughs> episode was just every single cliche meme that you could possibly think of, like... He goes to Sarah Paul's and make me a sandwich. That's woman's place is in the kitchen. Like, stuff like that. You're like, no, this is bad. And best show was one that started in 2016, but it finished in 2017, was the, the Grand Tour on Amazon. Yeah. It had the guys from uh, Top Gear. I should have put that on my list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me too. Shut up. You don't have a list. I have a list. Well, we could put it on your list now. There's something on there. We'll never, it, we'll never know. It's in my head. It had the original presenters of Top Gear, Jeremy Clarkson, uh, Richard May, no, Richard Hammond, and James May. They got they got to Amazon, and it's still the best show out there. It's so much better than the new Top Gear, and it's probably one of the best original shows on Amazon at the moment. It's funny, because it's one of the best original shows, but it's really just that other show. It's Top Gear. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a few little twists, but for the most part, have you started watching season two? Oh, yeah. I, I wish that. they'd stuck with the moving around from place to place, but... It just costs too much money for them. Yeah. They were spending way too much money. They, they go, we can't keep doing this. We just have to stay in one central location. But yeah, that's my more uplifting list. Um, more surprising for me... <laughs> Still looking at the list. <laughs> I'm looking at the list, man. I'm looking at What's my list. What's he got down there? Man? Tell me. Can oh, you read um, it? Yeah, his favorite was Barbie's Dream House Goes on an Adventure. That's not my favorite. <laughs> that's weird. That wasn't even a Barbie episode. Barbie's been a good cartoon, though. <laughs> Um, it's a fanboy show, actually, but the fanboys hate this. I'm leaving it separately. Star Trek Discovery, I love it. And I hate Star Trek. I never liked Star Trek up to this point. I think they were more pissed off that they can't watch it on CBS, that they had to download the app and get the CBS programming to watch the Oh, watch it illegally, which I would never do. But it, do. it is optional. I don't do that at all. That's totally illegal. I would never do that. We wrongly reported on our podcast that you were going to be able to watch it on Netflix. Because it turns out you can do that in everywhere except the United States. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, that's just word, bro. I did not know that. But Discovery, I mean, you, you've seen it, right? Yeah. I think it's a good show. It was very, it's, very It's a good. lot of fun, but a lot of the Star Trek fanboys hate this, and I can't figure that out. I think it's a good show. If it gets enough seasons, they'll love it. It'll get enough seasons. Yeah. Uh, most disappointing, American Ninja Warrior. I love that. It's, it's a, you guys watch Ninja Warrior. Everybody's seen Ninja Warrior. It's an obstacle course. It is. Fun. Every season is a lot of fun. This season, they added the Casey Catanzaro rule, which is pretty much... You guys know Casey Catanzaro yeah, if you yeah. watch that show. Mm-hmm. Three wow. years ago, she had a huge run. Small girl, she's like five foot tall, whatever it is. She had Almost a huge five run. foot tall, yeah. Yeah. Um, blew people away. Yeah. The very next season, she bombed the first stage. Right. Bombed it. They gave her a wild card to the finals. Whatever, no big deal. Season after that, same thing. Like The second, right. she bombed it again. Yet she still got a wild card, and it took a lot of heat for that. Like, yeah. why is this woman getting all this stuff? So this year they added a new rule where the top four women, no matter how they did, go to the finals. And the best thing about Ninja Warrior was they always kept women and men together. It didn't make a difference. Right. You, were, you were equal. 
just, could you do it or not do it? Yeah. That's all it came down And this year they finally said, we need to make it into the finals. So they gave him a separate category, which I think kind of defeated the purpose, saying women can't be as good as men. And that's not true. Jesse Graff is actually one of the best Ninja Warriors. Right. Um, and top it all off of that was they put her in her thing against a bunch of women who never even ran the course before, except like one. And she's still barely qualified. And she didn't finish the wall. So it was really a rule made just for her because... Again, she gets a lot well, of she retired. She retired from it. So she retired. She's done now. She had to. Um, they were taking a lot of heat for this. I'm hoping they change it back. Um, they probably won't. Just the fact of safe phase. Anyways, that was that. Anyway, I, say, I will say I find American Ninja Warrior disappointing. Even though I enjoy watching it, it is disappointing. Because the best part about Ninja Warrior, before they added the word American to the front, was the minute the firing gun goes off, and the constant string of Japanese chatter that you have no idea what they're saying... For the entire time, up until that moment the person falls. And that was always so much fun to have the sound effects. You can add that if you want. I can do it. Could, but it's a, <laughs> it's it loses something. Same. It loses something. We don't have that. And best sh- do they still fall in filthy water? No, the water's clean. Yeah. Yeah. See, you yeah. got to have filthy water. Yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> it got to be mud. Yeah. Or like and a little shocks. dangerous. You know yeah. If they should put a shock of prana pit in there, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That'd be a Ninja Warrior course. You need to bring back Most Extreme Elimination Challenge. Yes. <laughs> that show was amazing. <laughs> that was actually a good show. They actually filmed uh, an episode here in Orlando once. Oh, yeah? yeah. In, like, 04. <laughs> so do you, have, do you have a best? I, I'm sick of Game of Thrones. I right. think Game of Thrones Fun is the best facts. show. For overall. Right. Yeah. Thumbs up. Did man. you actually have anything for yeah, this category? Yeah, so for overall TV shows, I actually, for my most surprising, I stayed with Orville. Because it just was my most surprising TV show. I did not expect to like it. Same with disappointing defenders, just disappointed the crap out of me. But for my best, it was different. I went with Orphan Black. Now, I just discovered this show this year. This had been on TV for a long time oh, now. Yeah. Orphan Black America. is incredible. But I'm, And I haven't watched the last three episodes of the final season yet, but I will. But, you know, obviously there is a season this year, so it does yeah. count. It's and not safe for work. I always awesome. wanted that. I always, yeah. I wanted, it's... You're better off not watching it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I watch it in the back. Not that I watch TV at work, anyways. I would be against. You're better off just watching it at home. Okay. Or on your cell phone. I can do that. But it's a great show. Yeah, I, it I, really is. I was really surprised how much I liked it. Uh, my brother was the one that told me about it, but obviously, I'd heard good things about it. The yeah. female was one. That's one awesome. She, yeah, she's won she like so robbed. many awards for. Yeah. Her. But she gets robbed in the American Awards. She, she does. Oh, really? She gets robbed every year, but she's got to be and the best actress on TV. Yeah, it's ridiculous. She's like been each, like five characters and yeah, more than each that, person but, yeah. seems like a complete. Like I forget when they're on screen together. It's the same actor. One of the, they seem one like of the best people. scenes, and you can see the behind the footage of it is when she does. They have like a little dance party, and she's dancing. Dance parties and shows. Well, they're they're having a party. And she's dancing as like five different characters. And each character is dancing completely different, different styles, different movements, different everything. Yeah, she can change her entire body language. Yeah. It's crazy. And I think that was like the most mind-blowing aspect of the entire show, which is that one scene where she's dancing. And with other characters yeah. interacting with all the different versions throughout the scene. Um, yeah, my favorite scenes are when one of the sisters has to pretend to be one of the others. Yeah. Because... Obviously, it's the same actress. But you're like, oh, she looks like her. That's cool. And I'm, and I'm blanking like the, the same name. Person. But the first time the soccer mom had to pretend to be kind of the main oh, character. Yeah, Allison, Allison had to pretend had to be, to be yeah, you know, the main one, Sarah. Sarah. And she puts on the leather and all the rest. And at the end of the scene, she walks out of the house and she's in Sarah mode and turns the corner 
and as soon as the character realizes nobody can see me anymore, she does her little walk. She she shifts mm-hmm. like in one step. She shifted characters, and suddenly, nope, she's Allison again. It, it was yeah, it was so weird. dramatic how well she did it. That's yeah, weird. I'm missing on the show, apparently. Yeah, man. Show it's good. Really good. We should get on. I got to get on this right now. Yeah, it's got a good story too. Yeah. I, got, I think the thing that gets harped on the most is her performances, but I mean, the, the show's got a great story. Yeah. So yeah, that was my favorite overall TV show. Well, for overall, I treated it as overall, and since I watched almost nothing that wasn't fanboy <laughs> falls under fanboy, and the few that I do watch, I liked the other stuff. You know, like Legends of Tomorrow better. I just said ditto. But if I do want to interpret it as stuff that's not from Fanboy, uh, there's probably one and only one that's fallen her best. I'm just going to leave the other two off. Elementary. I still love the American Sherlock Holmes um, take. Elementary has been great. I used to watch that. Lucy Liu, yeah. man. Yeah. Try well, it out. It, it's, been, it's, it's just as good now as it was from the beginning. Um, still enjoying it. That's CBS? That's yeah. CBS. Yeah. That's funny. I've been watching through um, old seasons of Dexter. Mm-hmm. I got stopped after season four. Just and Donald Miller plays a, a bad guy in that yeah. show. And I, I, that was weird for me. Anything after like, season wow. four is drunk anyways in Dexter. I'm <laughs> still enjoying it, honestly. It gets really... The ending was the worst ending in any TV show, I think. Yeah, I've heard the last season's like almost unwatchable. but The last season started off decent. Five and six have been good. But when you destroy the ending of yeah. the show, you destroyed the show, I think. All right, so shall we move on to fanboy movie? Yes. Yeah. All right. I haven't started one off, so I'm crackling my paper because I actually have stuff written on it, unlike my co-host over here. It's in the memory. Yeah. And keep All right. changing every five minutes. So, I do change it. So fanboy movie. I'll go ahead and give you a heads up. For my fanboy movie and overall movie, I put ditto on overall, just like I did on TV. Gotcha. Because I looked at the movies I watched this year. I'm going to guess it's DC related. Well, we're going we're gonna to find out here. We're okay. going to start with most surprising. Yes. Most surprising. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. I I went into it expecting to see some really cool computer-generated stuff and a train wreck of a movie. I really enjoyed the thing. It it was fun. I this did was too. <laughs> yeah okay. So it was, this was not an Oscar-winning movie, but it was fun. Um, and it, so it was one of those expectations low, results high. Uh, so Valerian was that. Um, I will say my runner-up, close runner-up, was Thor three, Thor Ragnarok. If they had not had the the improv humor, or whatever you want to call it, that that over the top humor through too much of it, it was a great movie. They could just pull some of that out, so it came close and surprising. Most disappointing, Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I don't know. We might end up all hitting that. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. We'll see here. But Star Wars: The Last Jedi. I'll hold the little mantle for it. It's um, it's not like the worst movie ever made. It's not the worst Star Wars movie ever made. But it's disappointing after coming off of Force Awakens and then the high of Rogue One. It was just disappointing. And best movie of the year. Can you guess what it's going to be? It's Wonder just the, it's Wonder, Wonder Woman. It could be Wonder Woman. I In fact, Wonder it Woman. is Wonder Woman. Woo! There we go. Man, I killed it. Wow. I, I honestly think it was um, the best movie I saw this year. Um, I mean, you're wrong there, but yeah, that's a good option. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. It's going to be the one that I remember the most over the years to come of everything I saw this year, I have a feeling. You don't remember anything. But he'll remember that movie, remember which says something, woman. sir. I have a surprise category coming up, by the way, which oh, will explain wow. why I like this one so much when I give you my vote for the surprise category that no one knows about, but I want to get y'all's gut reaction on it. Is it best sidekick of the year? No, no, not best sidekick of the year. Come on, man. Okay. Don't try yeah. to ruin okay. the surprise. All right, so that was, that was my that was my top one, so... 
All right, yeah, I'll go yeah. next. So this is a fanboy movie. Yeah. Most surprising for me was Justice League. I have not liked any of the DC movies except for Wonder Woman. I enjoyed okay. it. Um, boy, the reviews were bad. The trailers looked bad. So I went into this expecting to hate it and trash it. And I enjoyed it for the most there part. There was plenty of stuff to complain oh. about, but overall this was a fun movie and I enjoyed it. And we reviewed it much more favorably than I would have expected. So that I, was definitely my most surprising. And I compared it to a Justice League Unlimited cartoon. If you go in, you enjoyed it, you move on to life. Yeah. I mean, that's... Sure. <laughs> um, most disappointing, I'll double it, Last Jedi. Yeah. That's, that's There's just two. the epitome of a disappointment. Just say there's going to be four against one on Last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> just get it out there already, because yeah, Matt's uh... got Last Jedi... Brendan on his imaginary list got last year. It's not even, the list is here. It's just not written down. It's invisible ink. And it's gotten yeah. worse. Like, the more we talk about it, the more. <laughs> yeah, the it really becomes yes, worse. It really does. does. when really I first does. left the theater. I'm like, I'm defending the movie, and, and every single person right now is going like, how can we kill him? I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping that because of that, the more you think about it, the more you talk about it, the worse it gets. I'm hoping that by the time it comes out on a home video, and I watch it at home, my expectations are now so low. You'll be like, oh, this wasn't so bad. <laughs> which is what has happened, got to bring up a DC thing, to a lot of people with Green Lantern. People hated it so much and talked about it for so long. It now has a, oh, it's okay. No, it's not like. okay. That movie is Most, not okay. The general feeling is, oh, oh it's God. okay. No. Which? No, that's not the general, yeah. that's not the general, who, general, general feeling, feeling on who? General feel, who did hey, you we'll, talk to? We'll come to? back to that. <laughs> who is the general feeling? <laughs> we'll come back to this. That movie is up. horrible. Okay, keep going. All right, so for my... Favorite, best fanboy movie of the year, Spider-Man Homecoming. We knew it was going to be Marvel. I didn't, I, been, know, I didn't know if it would be Marvel. I honestly didn't know. I thought it might have been Thor because I was so excited to go see that. That actually was in the running for most disappointing because I had a lot of problems with Thor. But Last Jedi just beat it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man Homecoming. I'm always right there with you. You know, bringing Spider-Man back into the fold. They did it in a really clever way. Um it was just a solid movie. I liked that the stakes were lower than a lot of the Marvel movies have been. This was not a world-ending plot that Spider-Man had to get involved in. It was a little smaller. One of the best villains they've done in a long time. So, yeah, just really good. Really solid movie. Man, you yeah. know what? Right. I completely agree with your list. I have exactly the same thing here. Most surprising, Justice League. Uh, most disappointing, Star Wars, and best was Spider-Man. You, you really nailed it. You want to hold hands, buddy? Sure, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Isn't it the time of the podcast where you guys want to hold hands? I mean... <laughs> Kumbaya moment here. <laughs> I was... like the side hug, just like the whole... Like, I, I dug deep. I was like, man, I don't want this to be exactly the same. But yeah, like, well, Justice nice. League surprised me. Star Wars really upset me. And, I mean, Spider-Man was amazing, so... Yeah, Wonder Woman could have easily been most surprising. But like I said, the reviews were so good. Yeah, that's a difference. That you were expecting it to be better. Yeah, yeah, I was expecting to enjoy that one. So I guess I could have put Star Wars as most surprising because I thought that was going to be awesome. That's true. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's man, true. but it sucked. It would have gone, gone the other way. <laughs> Once again, I'm holding the torch uh, for Star Wars. I'm actually All right, almost identical to them as well. Although I put Wonder Woman most surprising. Just the fact that I don't care about reviews. Uh, the DC movies up to that point were terrible. Mm-hmm. Man of Steel wasn't good, at yeah. least semi, just meh at best. Uh, Batman v Superman was such a bad, boring movie. <laughs> it was movie. garbage. Suicide Squad was so bad. John Paul thinks he's as good as Avengers. I don't know how he gets that. Um, well, I mean, if you see from the beginning to the end, you don't really see anything in the middle. <laughs> great movie. <laughs> and I'm getting fired. See <laughs> I'm actually waiting for John Paul to say, you know what, all you guys are fired. <laughs> 
Um, but Wonder Woman, I thought was going to be really, really bad. And I went there with really low standards. Start opening weekend. I think, does she with you? No. Uh, I don't think so. He some... doesn't go to movies with you. He does not like you. I know. He doesn't invite you ever. We see some together. No, what um, he does is is that he invites you. You never get back to him. So when he goes to the movie, you're like, hey, you never invited me. You're like, well, yeah, I did. Yeah, that does happen sometimes. And yeah, I forget. Yeah. But anyways, Wonder Woman. Uh, so most disappointing. Yeah. Star dun, dun, Wars The dun. Last Jedi. And I actually liked it. For the most part, you went on a tirade on Facebook about this movie. So I went on a tirade because the, the Facebook tirade I went on is I have most people I talked to either straight up hated it or were very disappointed. And I'm disappointed in the disappointed group, but I liked it. <laughs> the problem I'm having is people say that really like this movie, saying you guys just missed the whole point of this movie. It's actually a really great movie. The point was to be real bad. <laughs> and that's why I'm disagreeing with, with the, oh, the tirade is the fact that I'm seeing that post a lot. It's a great movie, you guys. No, Star Wars is not a deep movie. There's not a lot of hidden motives in this movie. It's a very straightforward movie. This movie had a lot of plots, a lot of different stories going on at once, a lot of things that felt out of place, and it was really edited bad. It was... I liked it because I love Star Wars. If it did not have the Star Wars brand, I probably would have fell asleep. It was probably the best-looking Star Wars movie I've ever seen. And I will say there were a few parts in this movie that I really wanted to jump out of my chair and cheer. Some really cool parts in it. But for the <coughs> most part, I don't know if it's a good movie with a lot of flaws or a bad movie that was some really cool parts. I don't know which one it is. To say this movie is great is mind-blowing to me. To say it's in the top Star Wars movies is mind-blowing to well, me. Until I go it's not. <laughs> it, it's not. I'm sorry. Me and my it, torch. That, that's um, cool, man. That's cool. And, and I will say, I have to correct you one thing. You said it's the best-looking Star Wars movie so far. No. In Jabba's Palace, in Return of the Jedi, is the best-looking Star Wars movie so far. I see what you did. Yeah, there. yeah. See that? Yeah. <laughs> if, if, you if you didn't get it, that's okay. Just move on and lie. Um, best movie? Yeah. I'm going to agree with these guys over here. Spider-Man Homecoming. I understand All why three you... of us can hold hands. Yeah. Wow. I, Wonder Woman was good. The reason I'm saying Spider-Man was better was the fact that Wonder Woman had low expectations, and it met him by completely. Wonder Woman had problems. Had a weak villain, had a weak ending scene, and it really was almost a copy of Captain America, up to the point where a guy named Steve dies in a plane. I mean, literally, it's that much for a copy of Captain America. Except a guy named Steve didn't die in a plane in Captain America. You thought he did. He was left for dead. No, did anybody you know, really think no, he died? Nobody thought he did. You know what I'm okay. getting at. Well, they didn't hope when they were like, yeah, Avengers is coming out next year. Oh, I know. You know he didn't die, but it just, it really was a copy of that movie. They copied a lot in Captain America. Um, Spider-Man, I went high expectations and I met expectations. Um, I know, John Paul, you thought it wasn't Spider-Man. It just didn't feel like Peter Parker. I mean, again, how you... I, and I went in with low expectations. I went in with low expectations and it met those low expectations. See, that's mind-blowing because you love Justice League. And those weren't the yeah. whatever. I'm not going into yeah, that right yeah, now. Yeah, that's a different discussion. That's a different um, discussion. I want to. I want to get to the. You know, but yeah, Spider Man. I thought was here. great. And the villain uh, Spider Man was one of the best villains. Compared to Woman, hey, blows it away. The villain was good. The villain so, was very good. My most surprising was the amount of hate Star Wars: The Last Jedi has gotten. <laughs> like, to me, is one that of the really things. surprises you, huh? <laughs> well, it's when you first the critics review were amazing. It's one of the highest rated Star Wars movies from the critics. Right. That surprises me. Yes, so that surprises me as well. When people started watching it and they're coming out of the theater and they're going, I don't know what I just watched. What is this movie? And the first thing they do, and this is where I get re like really surprised, the first thing they do was they either go on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Because going into the movie, they're always like, this movie's amazing, this movie's amazing. Here's a picture with me with the cutout. Here's the poster, the trailer. Da -da -da -da. 
then after the movie, it's like, this movie was horrible. This movie sucked. It killed my childhood. It's like, okay, the first thing you do is you go and complain on social media. And that's extremely surprising where that was your first response to say how bad it was. To be one of the first ones to do it. And then when anybody has a different opinion from you, you goes, well, we didn't see the same movie. No, we saw the same movie. We just understood it differently. So I understand your opinion that you didn't think it was good. I understand my opinion that it wasn't that it was good. But don't tell me I'm wrong because it's not the same as you. So that's been the biggest surprising thing because not just so you're, you're telling me the internet has surprised that's you. Just the internet about everything. <laughs> my, well, my surpri- I'm just surprised like the amount of hate that it's gotten from everybody. It's because it's so disappointing to people. But who that's are the thing. Fans. It's with the Justice League. It was always like I don't know what movie the critics are watching, and but it's still not a good movie. But people are just, so passionate about Star Wars, it shouldn't be surprising that the hate it's it is getting is more extreme. The Phantom Menace, it was a crap movie, but people still saw it three or four times in the movie. People theater. were shell-shocked by that. That took and weeks before people were like, oh my god, I think that was it, bad, guys. <laughs> and it had been 20 years or longer since you'd had anything. Whereas this time yeah. it's been 365 yeah, days exactly. since you had a masterpiece. And I don't think anyone went into this movie expecting it to be bad. Everyone was no. like, no, this is going to be great. But that's the thing. is like everyone always, they always found something wrong with the movie. They always pointed out the plot holes, the this. Oh, I don't like this, 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 and this. But with Justice League, what did everyone say about Justice League? Well, you know, there's a few things that I didn't like, but oh my God, here's all the awesome things I did like. Well, why don't you do that with Star Wars? Because I'm pretty sure you Because I hold Star Wars up to a much higher expectation. And that's the surprising thing is people didn't accept surprising. what the Star Wars was. <laughs> I mean, because <clears throat> you got the Clone Wars movie, which was horrible. Right. Yet everyone's still like, oh, you know, it, you put it on for the kids. No, that movie's terrible. My kid doesn't watch that. But how many, kid, how many people complain about the Clone Wars? I've never okay, this that. is what I'm going to say about Star Wars. Okay. Just to end this. I mean, I don't end it, but I can get what yeah. saying. Star Wars, Lucas himself said when he created this movie was it was made for the kids that adults don't like. Yeah. Um, the original trilogy was like that. Phantom Menace, my daughter actually enjoyed. I hated it. My yeah, daughter liked it. Binks. Right. As, for the most part, yeah. But it was still kid-friendly. But it was yeah. very kid-friendly. This was the first part of the Skywalker saga that my daughter literally said, I'm bored, I want to leave. And every person who has kids, close to my daughter's age, a little older, said the same thing, that they just didn't like it. It killed what Star Wars was meant to be. Now, I know you're saying the internet, that kind of stuff. I get what you're saying. I, I, again, I like the movie. But I, I pose this question to you guys. Yes. If Carrie Fisher didn't die last year, will we still be having the same reaction that we have Absolutely. right now? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the movie was bad. It, it had a bad plot. It had bad set pieces. We, it was just bad. We see at the end with what happens with Luke. If Carrie Fisher is still alive, will we still have the same reactions? Because now we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, think about it. I'm, a, I'm actually to counter that right now. I think the Carrie Fisher reaction with Luke made people like the movie a lot better. Because I actually cried during that moment. Yeah. Because it was such a touch. Yeah. If she was still alive, it would actually lower our opinion yeah. of the movie because there would not be that emotional connection. Because now it's, oh, it's Carrie Fisher's last film. How She's not going to be in the last movie. So now we have that to add in. Think about that. So to me, that was the most surprising thing is just the abnormally high expectations people had for the movie so, so I, and their reaction to it. Out of curiosity, that was your most surprising, right? Yeah. What's about disappointing? <laughs> Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, it was garbage. <laughs> That's why I, it's just weird. I you like the anime. That's why I didn't go see it. It's what yeah. it looked like, even though I was looking forward to seeing it. Yeah, it's garbage. <laughs> it's going to be Lego Batman. Lego Batman. Okay. I've, got it, I've got it at home, ready to watch. I haven't watched Same it Same thing, I got it at Target for like six bucks on uh, Blu-ray cool. for Black Friday. I was surprised a lot of people didn't like that. Because I thought it was great. I think all people I, just missed it. I'm not sure. I, don't, I haven't heard anybody dislike it. I'm sure a lot, 
I people read some it. people online, yeah. man. And Where the only reason why I like it the most was it came out on my birthday, so yeah. I'm good with that. <laughs> last category? Or you, you haven't gone yet? No, Did I you started go? off. I started oh, so off. this is the last one. So, and I'll, I will start this one off just to say what I said before. Overall <laughs> movie, ditto with fanboy movie, because I didn't see a single thing this year that didn't fall into fanboy category. That's fair. So that's it. I'm easy. I'm quick. I mean, you I'm can done. change up a little bit if you want to, but I get you. I still yeah. didn't see any other movies. Okay. Whereas TV, I saw some other TV. I didn't see any movie that didn't fall into this is for this category. I'm the same way that I was with the TV shows, and these are movies that I actually watched that my girlfriend wanted to go see. Okay. <laughs> so most surprising was Get Out. Um, I really liked that movie, but it was not the movie I thought I was going to see when I sat down in the theaters. I was like, I'm going to watch a thriller horror movie, and it's not really at all. Not to say that made it bad. I really liked it. I was just surprised by what the movie ended up being. Um, most disappointing. This one, this one hits hits a little hard because I like Shaun of the Dead. I like Hot Fuzz. I like World's End. Baby Driver was garbage. It was. It was not a good movie, man. Crap. It got such good reviews from so many people. Hey, like Star Wars. It's on my list of, and I'm talking with everybody though. I mean, critics and people who watched it. You know, but anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I I really wanted to see it because I love everything he's done. I I did too, and I was like, this is not him. He's like. He's like taken away from the substance of the movie to focus on things that are like mundane on purpose. And it's like, mm-hmm. you understand that that's not enjoyable to watch. Like, there's one scene in the movie that just paints a picture for the whole movie for me. It's like, they go in to rob a bank, but instead of showing you anything of that, they just show you the dude in the car bobbing his head the whole time. Like, clearly, you've made a, like a, a, a choice here to be like, this is his story, not their story. So, we're not paying attention to that, we're paying attention to this. But, like, you could have just cut that scene out altogether then. We didn't need. This five minutes of me just watching him was it really five the minutes? Well, the it, the entire like, scene is like yeah. two minutes. The entire scene, the like from them pulling up and him talking to them and stuff. But yeah, like actually looking at him is not five minutes. I'm saying like just pull the scene out. Just say, oh, we just got back from the heist. We got all the money in the bag. Like you didn't need to show me this because it was boring. And then my best movie overall was it. How about that? How about that? Look at that high oh, five! Yeah, you yeah. knew I was going there. You knew I was going there. It was there. so we scary. Got we got some love here. It wasn't actually that scary, but it was an awesome movie. It was really well made. Yeah, it was. It, it was, was really it was well made. The best horror movie that I've seen in a long time. I love horror movies, so overall, yes, that's the one man. Well, it's gonna be a surprise then when we get to your final one. But you want to go next? And um, most surprising, I actually had a few. <laughs> he looked at the list. <laughs> I, I, did look at the, I, I did look at the list again. I mean, I think you just make it up as you go along. No, and see what everybody else. I, says. I should. I should. Uh, 47 Meters Down was up there. I had to push that one away. I thought it was going to be a cheesy shock movie. Enjoyed it a lot. Uh, Happy Death Day was up there until oh, yeah, just recently. Yeah, Happy Death Day was good. I thought that was going to be horrible. That was actually really entertaining. I loved it. I messaged you guys about this movie a while ago. It's a yeah, fan no. film. Florida Project. No. Oh. No, no. Really? Um, Never Hike Alone. It's a fan film, but it's like, it's a Jason Voorhees fan film. It's better than most of the Friday the 13th movies out there. Uh, maybe not most, but some. I would say it's most. Jason Statham is the best one. Uh, what? And on that comment, he's fired. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually stunned. <laughs> um, I would say it's in the top. Uh, six is still the best, but there's a couple of others above it, but to be a fan film and to be that good... And again, I have a Jason crush. Like, I below Tom Brady is probably Jason because I, I, I sympathize with him. If Jason was here, you probably would have a Jason... Crush. I would hug him. Know. That was yeah. that was a joke. Yeah. That was a joke. Well, it didn't go very well. <laughs> didn't Never go very Hike well. Alone. I thought was great. Um, I really did. Most disappointing. 
And again, just Brian's and all, I liked the movie, but Star Wars Last Jedi really just, I'm, Star Wars my favorite franchise and anything, but above anything else, and this just didn't hit my any expectations with that. And what could um, your best be? What could it possibly be? It's going to be a surprise, but I'm agreeing with Matt. Uh, it was great. Yeah, uh, the, the effects were great. It was enter- it was so entertaining. Again, I'm a horror guy as well, so it's probably gonna be horror most times than me. But uh, it was was the best horror movie I've seen probably in the last Ooh. decade, in my opinion. I can't think of anything better than this off the top of my head. The like the original I liked but didn't hold up. This one was so entertaining all the way through. Uh, Bill Skaz got his Pennywise was unreal. Uh, just a great. You haven't seen it yet. No, that's... I'm gonna make you watch it with me one night. Uh, and plus, the Blu-ray I think comes out soon, right? With a deleted, different ending. Sure, different yeah. Ending, okay. Well, Definitely ending. a Blu-ray coming out of that, guaranteed. There, there will be a Blu-ray, yes. Maybe a DVD combo. Maybe yeah. <coughs> with digital streaming. Yeah, uh, was it Ultra Ultra Ray or whatever? Ultra HD? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna watch both the Blu-ray and DVD, make sure they're similar. Okay. You and they probably will be. You can do that. It'll be exactly the same almost. Might be. Any thoughts? Overall movie, that's where we're at now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so most surprising... Look at looking at this list, too. Yeah, he wrote wrote things things down. down. Okay. So my most surprising overall movie was Valerian, after I gave it to you. Cool. I went into that not knowing really what to think, but the reviews were so bad. Yeah. But my girlfriend really wanted to see it. I did like um, The Fifth Element. Yeah. I like that director. Special effects look good in the trailer. Yeah, it really surprised me. It was a fun movie. Yeah. What really holds it back was the lead actor. He's he's not good. He had no <laughs> business playing that role. He's not a Harrison Ford take command on yeah, screen. Yeah, and yet that's what he played. So yeah, that didn't work. But for the most part, that was a pretty solid movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, most disappointing was Kong Skull Island. Yeah, yeah. Was, oh, I enjoyed that one. I, I was into that. The trailers looked so cool. It just it was so dumb. There's so many times where you're just like, why? Fly like they're all, Fly they're all circle with Kong. He's just knocking him out of the sky. Yeah, it was just, it was really it, dumb. To me, it was so much better than Godzilla that I wouldn't disappoint you. Well, I imagine Kong can jump high if he jump, fly higher. I mean, he's just an ape. Well, he's still he growing. Just fly away. Just a bigger circle so he can't reach you. <laughs> no. He jumps really far. Sure, but he can't jump at all of you at one time. Just but all fly in different directions. Him so that he didn't have to jump or. <laughs> Anything. Here, large monkey, allow me to fly closer to you. And just the whole fact that they became obsessed with killing him. Like, that's not what they were there for. It was just weird. It's not a great movie. Um, And then best, I'm just going to stick with Homecoming. I thought that was the best overall movie I saw this year. Spider-Man, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Leaving off the Star Wars comments this time. For sake of time. Yeah. Unless, you, have, unless you add no, it. No, no, I'm good. Uh, most surprising movies for me was going to be The Disaster Artist, about how good it really was, and how entertaining, and the greatest thing about it was the secondhand embarrassment you get from watching it, because you just get so embarrassed for everyone on screen. So to me, that was one of the most surprising movies there. Uh, disappointing is going to be Alien Covenant. Oh, yeah. I watched yeah. that one, too. That almost made my disappointment. It was list. garbage. Um, and for Worth the Town. Huh? No, you did not. <laughs> I, I, I thought of writing things down, and that would have <laughs> been just a horrible movie. You already had the first um, Prometheus, which was garbage, Boy, and now you have this one, which brought it up. I think this one had the most stupidest things in the world, like, oh, I'm going to do this because love. And it's like, no, you just killed like 10 people. Yeah, you get it, man. That movie was bad. <laughs> yeah. That movie was bad. Bad movie. And good movie. I had a tie, but I'm just going to go with. Uh, which I think is going to win the Oscar is going to be Lady Bird. 
What's the other one out of curiosity? Coco. Coco? Okay. Yeah. Is Ladybird about an insect that should have no. been called a ladybug? No, it's Ladybird. Oh, okay. Which one with Ladybird? It's the one about the girl that's growing up in a Catholic school, and it's her just dealing with the, the going from 2000-2003 coming-of-age story type stuff. Oh, honestly? From the title? I've heard the title before. Yeah. I thought it was a document, not documentary, but a dramatized yeah. um, of President Johnson's wife, because she was Ladybird yeah. Johnson. I honestly... I mean, how many people are called Ladybird? If you hear a movie titled Ladybird, does she turn into a bird? No, that'd be crazy. No, sorry, she has posters when she's running for a class president of her as a bird. Oh, really? Yeah. So there you go, John Paul. She turns into a bird in the posters. In the posters, in the posters. But yeah, those are going to be my my movies. All right. And since I said none were all ditto, we'll get to the surprise category. The oh one man. No one's prepared for. Ah. Oh, I can't write this down in time. It's on can't this write list. It down in time. It's on my list. Well, then that's not fair. You got to we ready for it. Well, yeah, but I knew what my answer was going to be, and okay. then I thought of the category, so I didn't have to even think. And that's what the point of this one is. You actually get a moment to think, and you'll hear my answer, because I'll give my answer first. Best fanboy moment of the year. And a moment could be a news thing that happens, a scene from a movie, a scene from a TV show. It could be any moment that falls into the category of fanboy I know fanboy why you wrote moment. that. I know it, because I know what your answer is already. Yeah, you know my answer. It's, it's, it's an obvious one. But going back to Christopher Reeve and Superman... We all love Christopher Reeve's first Superman movie, and the best moment in that, when the John Williams music kicks in and Superman catches Lois and a helicopter, and it's just that swelling of emotion, and it's such a great scene, that'll always be one of the best Superman scenes ever. No matter what he thought of anything else, Wonder Woman crawling up out of the um, trenches and crossing no man's land had that kind of effect. That just, to me, that was the fanboy moment of the You made a category just to kiss DC's butt some more. No, no. You literally had, made a category just to do that. If, if people can't think of one, I have some suggestions, but I'll, I'll see what else. No, you made I, a category just okay. for Wonder Woman to praise that I think it's more. a good category. How many times Wonder Woman on your list? Three times now? No, twice. Three times. For, for me, best movie, best fanboy movie, and now best John Paul creator category. I ditto on the best movie. <laughs> uh, for me, it's when uh, Mark Hamill called out Ted Cruz on net neutrality. Yeah, that was good. When Ted Cruz tried to be so all like... any kind of moment like that, yeah. We was like, oh, Mark, you don't understand. It's spelling Mark Hamill's name wrong, all that <laughs> stuff. And then Mark Hamill's like, dude, no. And then completely destroys him with uh, with one of the things with that the he liked. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he with one of the things he liked I was like, this, that, that was awesome. That's good. Anybody you got else one or you need some time? No, I, I got one. Okay, let's see. Because I'm actually going to say Star Wars, my favorite moment. Uh, at least most surprising moment was... Um, I don't do spoilers Is this here. A spoiler? Okay. Anybody might have... Sure. Well, well, for right now, if you don't want to know... Turn it off. No, don't turn it off. I'm just going to... There's a scene Fast where Ray and Kylo... Seconds. You think it's going to go one direction. And... It's going shirtless? No, no. Yeah, that's, that, that's it. <laughs> that's the one. It, it's, I'm just going to say, right before the, right when they're talking to Snoke, you think it's going one direction and it goes in a complete other direction. I wanted to get up and cheer. That was a really cool moment. Again, I liked the movie. It had some really cool moments. That was a moment I almost cheered. I would have picked that one. From Star Wars... And actually, the, again, to... The final to die, Well, actually, the, the conversation with Luke and Leia... Okay. I didn't yeah, think about cool. it. It was very touching at the very end. So, yeah. Um, I would go with... You look at your list, too. You look at your list, too. Well, I, I was just are. looking over all this to see if there was anything from these movies that stick out in my mind over okay. what I'm going to say. There is not. The thing that I would say is the release of the um, Infinity War trailer. Like that. Okay. And clearly, it affected a lot of people because it was the most viewed trailer in 24 hours ever or whatever. It was like, sitting, I, watch, I watched that trailer six or seven times that day. Like, that was that was it. I've seen it twice. I'm sold. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sold, man. Sure, no, I'm sold, too. Yeah. 
What you got? Mine's yeah. a news item also, which would be Disney's purchase of Fox. I had that down as a suggestion. If that's anybody good. was lost, yeah. for that, that's whether huge. You, whether you think it's a good thing for Hollywood or a bad thing for Hollywood or the industry, regardless, just all the prospects of all these characters joining Marvel. Very just a question exciting about that to play one. around with. Right in how does that affect Deadpool? Or does it either? It doesn't. Uh, Bob Iger already said that Deadpool's still going to be Reddit R. He's still going to be what he is. They're okay. not going to change it at all. Because that was ever. the only thing I was worried about there, was keep Deadpool like Deadpool. And Bob Iger also said that there is a place for Reddit R comic book movies. That there is a there is a place for him. Deadpool's going to be one of them. Now, I, I do assume, though, if they ever decided to include him into an X-Men movie, it would probably end up being a PG-13 yeah. or whatever. But... I don't think they will. No, I, I don't think they, they want to break in the fourth wall. And, that, and you need Deadpool to break the fourth wall. Unless it was a post credit scene. Well, yeah. yeah I, knew I, 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 I told you I'd get in this movie somehow. You know, that, 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 actually kind of, cool. that kind of moment. That'd actually be cool. I mean, you don't need him to break the fourth wall, though. You just have him seem like the crazy person that he seems like to everybody. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I hear that. That's cool. Yeah. And if he curses, you always do like what they do in the comics. It's like kind of censure it and still be as crazy out there. So one final question for you guys. Just best moment of 2017 for you. Go. Best moment? Best moment. Oh. What made you happiest? What made you just like, this is awesome. Personal life, whatever. I don't. I, well, I saw that trailer. That trailer was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. You put me on the spot. What do you want from me? Stop looking at me. We can't be put okay, on the spot here. twice okay, in a here. row, man. Think about it for a minute. I'll go first. I'll get okay. the all moment. Okay. And then y'all can bring us back up. Got it. Okay. Mine was getting. I'm going to tear up saying it. Getting to talk to my mom after she came out of operation, knowing that she's still, still with us. So, like I said, I'm going to tear up even thinking about it. But I thought I was going to lose my mom. So. Getting to talk to her just, on the phone was Let's just end it on that. Uh, yeah, no, that's say our moments are going to... We're ending it on that. that's that's it. Y'all can bring it back no, up. We're gonna, no, back we, whatever. we could never talk Go ahead, Brian. Go, you say something. What's, what's the best moment for Brian? John Paul being able to talk to his mom. <laughs> <laughs> there you yeah. go. You guys have nothing at all? I mean, I'll throw one out. Just We started our podcast this year, so I'll say that. That's an awesome thing. You guys created started our That should have been mine, but instead I'm going to say that time I murdered a bunch of people in Farpoint. I'm still undefeated. What up? I have an answer. I probably have an answer there. You should ask the question. I mean, did your daughter have a birthday or something? She went cheerleading this year, and there's one game where she cheerleaded with high school girls. And she let them out, other players out there, and you can tell it. How happy she was and chatting with the big girls, and it made her just. Oh, yeah. Those moments are just. Yeah, I mean, I wish I had the entire moment. She was with this big girl chatting with her, and she just looked over all the time, big smile on her face the entire game. It was awesome. Yeah. So, yes. All right. That cool. was it. Well, this has been fun. Can we get a round of applause in the show? Let's get a yes. round of applause, even a mechanical. All right. So, until next time. We've had fun, and we're out of here. We're all saying bye. 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 See ya. Happy trip. <laughs> <laughs> Until then.